That is a Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber stay. At 92.9, you weren't here Tuesday, Ames. No, I was not. I had a sick child. Yeah, and you got to do the fun... You got to do a raw test on her. Oh. That sounds good. How old's Ali? Four. Four. Four and doing a raw test. Minus five out of ten do not recommend. (laughs) That good. That good. Yeah. She didn't speak to me for an hour afterwards. Wow, that bad. She gave me the cold shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we don't have the plague. Yeah, good. (laughs) That's going to be my next question. But first, the comedy of trying to raw test a four-year-old. Yes. Who was feeling a lot better by and the time I got it. She's had a PCR test as well. She's had a PCR which are test. far worse. Yeah, so she had to go to the doctors a couple of months ago. And of yeah. course, got to go get a PCR test yeah. to do that back then. So, um... They're heaps I don't know how that went. Jade took her, so... Oh, okay. Um, maybe he... Cold, sorry, maybe she... Uh, I don't know, maybe your husband remembered. did as well. Maybe she cold-shouldered the person in pathology. <laughs> they got to do it, but then she never sees her again, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. And I was you like, know? fine, you just watch your movie. I'll go find something else yeah. to do like don't she was talk to me full on moody was she yeah i just did she how did you have to explain it to her the swab going up the nostril and <laughs> that like, kind yeah, of stuff I, I probably didn't explain it very well i was oh. just like mommy's got to stick this up here so we know that you're not really sick like, <laughs> i probably explained it terribly yeah okay <laughs> but um yeah it was not fun no. don't recommend <laughs> fair enough and good work for calling it the raw test too I, I keep going nice to call to it the rat something. test, and I'm no. like, no, JB's gonna have yeah. a JB's gonna freak out if R- I call it the that. Yes, that. good, well done. <laughs> We've educated everyone. Nice to see that slowly taken off. 8:41 here at 92.9. JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel with Chain Smokers and Coldplay. That is the Jonas Brothers and Marshmallow Leave Before You Love Me right here at 92.9, 10 past 7. JB here. Our frustrating little things because it is a Thursday. Hard to believe. I know it feels like a Monday. That's nearly a frustrating little thing in itself that you at the moment don't know what day of the week it is. Although it is a short week, so maybe not really much of a frustrating little thing. Anyway, I'll let you decide that. A great one from Amy. Frustrating little thing. People that spell Aussie. As in A-U-S-S-I-E. They spell it Aussie, A-U-Z-Z-I-E, or Aussie O-Z-Z-I-E. I think yesterday, I had, if you kept an eye on our Facebook page, I think I covered off all those boxes. I think I spelled it O-Z-Z-I-E, and then A-U-Z-Z-I-E. I reckon you can get away... I reckon A-U-S-S-I-E is probably the best way to spell, but I reckon you can get away with Aussie o z z i.e. because that's the extension of um, Oz, as in, you know, Oz being, Australia being shortened to O-Z. So I reckon you can do that, but the Aussie with the two Zs, i.e., looks funny. Can we say that's maybe an American way to spell it? I'm not sure. Don't know, maybe I'm just singling out the Yanks there. But A-U-Z-Z-I-E does look funny. Amy, interesting, frustrating little thing. Thank you very much. If you've got a frustration to get off your chest, you can do exactly that on our Facebook page right now. And while you're there, check out our brain starter. The most watched movie of 2021 on Netflix in Australia was what? Have a crack at that. 676 Get it right. Make me laugh. A JJ's Pizza, all yours. Good luck with our JB brain starter for this morning. And no, for the final time, it's not Red Notice, okay? 12 past 7 with Hinder. A 92.9.
this topic comes up often around sort of US Open, Wimbledon, Oz Open, and it's popped up again, and that is why don't women play best of five sets in Grand Slams? I don't have the answer for you. I think uh, this lady might be able to answer the question for us. Uh, sports advocate Sarah Duplessis joins me for a chat. How are you, Sarah? Thank you so much for your time. Hi, Jared. I'm doing well, thanks. I've always wondered this, and especially now when sort of equal pay for equal play is such a massive topic in sports, rightly so, women's sports just raging ahead in the last five or six years with the WFL and, uh, you know, uh, women's um, football leagues coming through and everything like that. But they always, always say, oh, well, women's tennis, you know, they only play the, the you know, they don't do best of five. Any reason why, Sarah? I'm sure it's a long answer, but it's sort of a simple breakdown? Well, yeah, it's a, it's a really fascinating topic, and it, it definitely comes up this time of the year, as you, as you mentioned. And uh, I think the first one is, when it does come up, we, we certainly um, you know, know that our, our top tennis players are more than footy enough to play uh, best of five, and... Uh, you know, previously, actually, they they have played uh, five sets in the the uh, uh, championship masters at the end of the year um, for a short period of time in the early nineties with uh, Steffi Graf and Monica Seles. But uh, sort of a, a bit of a long story short, ultimately, it falls with the ITF committee, uh, the Grand Slam committee, which has um, said that due to scheduling and I think a bit of past tradition that uh, you know that they wouldn't be able to fit in. Uh, the women's schedule playing five sets, but it's uh, a really interesting topic in, in looking at even the past CEO um, of the Women's Tennis Association has, has come forward and, and said, you know, uh, the players are definitely fit and wanting to play and, and players from the ATP, like Andy Murray, for instance, has um, been an advocate for it as well and, and said, you know, they can definitely play five sets. So I think it's more about the uh, committees themselves and uh, looking at changing... Um, yeah, changing that format to to represent not a more equal format, but certainly um, giving giving the ladies a crack at playing five sets. I think you know Ash Barty and Naomi Osaka uh, would be an absolute spectacle. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Do, do you do you think that though there's a bit of momentum building for that change to happen? Do you think maybe in five, ten years' time um, they will be doing five sets, and I won't be having this discussion with someone like yourself? Yeah, I certainly hope so. If uh, five sets uh, would be fantastic, I think it would give that credibility to the the women's game that it, it absolutely does deserve. I think it comes up in conversation when it seems as though oh, well, the women aren't willing to play five sets or they're not good enough or, or strong enough, and uh, that's certainly not the case. Um, and hopefully, you know, years to come or sooner than that, um, it would be an equal playing format. I think. It, it needs to take that next step. I mean, it would be fantastic if that um, five sets. I can't see, see, um, you know, it, it it not being or reverting back to to three sets for everyone. I mean, um, I think that would it, it would be the best step forward. What's What's your personal opinion? You'd like to see women playing the five sets as well? Absolutely, I I'm all for it. I think uh, you know, it, they are certainly some of the you know, fittest, strongest athletes mm. out yeah. there competing. And, uh, you know, your top 20, especially Grand, grand Slams, you have, you know, your best players 
competing, and I think it is about that competition. It'll add that complete extra layer of complexity and physicality, and I think um, it, I personally certainly would love to see, um, yeah, the Grand Slam around. But, yeah, there's only four slams. Um, yeah, the woman playing five sets, I think uh, that would certainly draw quite a bit of uh, attention as well uh, in, a, in a positive way, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, look... Hopefully, there's a bit of movement with this one over the next couple of years, and maybe in 2032, I won't be chatting to you about this topic. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks so much, Dad. Really enjoyed it. Quarter to nine here at 92.9. JB here. We are talking about Big Bad Brad before, who you hear on the weekends. Yes. And supposedly got awkward here in the studio, because when I said that Big Bad Brad, not that there's anything wrong with this, but he is a big guy. Yep. He's a big dude. He lives up... To, I don't know if he's bad, but he lives up to the big name. Yes. Amy reckons when I said big guy, I glanced you at said Jared nothing, at the same time. You said there's nothing time. wrong with being a big and person, and you looked at Jared. Jared. I saw it. Jared flinched or something out the corner of my eye. That's why I had a look. <laughs> I'm on a journey. So it's not... It's, it's on a journey. It's all I'm good. On a journey, you, and you mentioned... So radio, you've put weight on since being in radio. Yep. Is that right? Do we have scales think, in the corner? Or? <laughs> no. Um, I think we all have. Yeah, we yeah. have. Was... We all have. I put five kilos on after Christmas. Do you think I can shift it? Really? Tuck shop lady arms? Really? Yeah. You're th- kidding. I think I sneezed and put five kilos on. Oh. You sneeze <laughs> Look, and I just lose look weight. at food and oh, boom, yeah. weight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to start walking up and down the stairs here at work just to... Get I don't steps know. Interesting. Get steps in, Get yeah. Steps in. Interesting <laughs> fitness regime. Yeah. Well, you, you, do you remember that phase yeah. where like everyone was just taking photos of their watches? Like, well, look how many. Steps oh, I've done. oh yeah, 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 yeah. The step count thing. Yeah. I don't know how. Like friends of mine. Granted, they work like nursing and stuff like that. Where yeah, they, they walk around when they're nurses. They too. get like thirty-five thousand steps a day. Yeah, because they're crazy. running around Four, the place. I'm, Nurses work hard. I'm lucky to do like about seven or eight thousand a day. You know, That's I with probably me going do out 5, for walk. Yeah, I can barely do ten. Ten thousand steps. Ten steps. Ten, ten steps. Have you got a scooter to get from the door to your to your office? Do you? I'm doing this Probably thing get called, rid of that. I'm doing this thing called dragging myself on the ground. <laughs> crawling, crawling. Okay. Great. Jared, are you okay? Nah, just going to the toilet. <laughs> crawling would actually burn more energy if we all crawled around yeah, than walking. Yeah. So that might be a new fitness fad for 2022, <laughs> the crawl. As I crawl past. I don't, how good's that? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> 847. I love having the Wednesday off. It's so good. It was awesome, wasn't it? I'm actually not... Well, I'm tired, but <laughs> yeah. not as tired as I normally would be at this point of the week. No. I, I think we should have Wednesday off every week. I like I like it more than the Friday and the Monday off. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I do, because you work two days and you have a nice little midweek siesta and then yeah. another two days and it's a weekend. <laughs> and you can recover. And today feels like Monday. <laughs> it does kind of. And then of. you realise it's Thursday and the weekend's and here in Friday two days. And it's Friday Exactly. Yeah. How awesome is it? It's the best. Okay, okay JB. No more coffee for you. Yeah. Uh, other people <laughs> other people agree with me as well. Yeah. It is it's really nice to have that just one day off in the middle of the week. Tracy says yes, because you can make an extra long weekend by taking the Monday and the Tuesday or the Thursday and Friday off. 
Tracy okay. says she's yep. having her first day back at work for the week today. Good on you, Tracy. I think you've over-exaggerated yeah. what we were talking about just a little bit. <laughs> Showing but, off. Yeah. Showing off. Yeah, that's a little too far, Tracy. <laughs> hey, some of us had to work Monday, Tuesday, or yes. today and tomorrow. <laughs> See? But then poor Bell, she had to work yesterday, so she has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah. Oh, well, Each of their money, own. public holiday money, yeah. money, money, money. Moolah. And then Belle will probably comment and go, oh, I'm in some job where I don't get paid that probably. because of yeah. this award and this yeah. and that and uh, whatever. 8.37, this is the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. This is Stay at 92.9. 16 past 7 with Hinder at 92.9. JB here, thanks to Country Auto's GWM Havel. The most watched movie of 2021 on Netflix in Australia was what? That was our brain starter for this morning. Sarah going with the guilty? No. Jessica Haley back to the outback. I've never heard of this. No. Nolene, the royal treatment, no. And about a million people guessing Red Notice. No, it's not Red Notice, although you're half right with Red Notice. Red Notice was the most watched movie on Netflix internationally in 2021. Although Australia bucked the trend, we must have been really, really nostalgic last year during our Delta COVID wave. We must have just been all sitting around at home watching Clueless. Unbelievably, that was... I'm not joking, I did not make this up. This is not some joke on this Thursday that feels like a Monday. Clueless was the most watched movie of 2021 on Netflix in Australia. Yeah, that's right, the movie with Alicia Silverstone from, what, 1995 or so? With an, By the way, an epic soundtrack with this on it. I mean, it's great. I love it. It's just the 90s to the max. Clueless, the most watched movie of 2021 on Netflix in Australia. I told you the answer would surprise you, hey. And how awesome are us as Aussies that that's the most watched movie here in Australia of the last 12 months on Netflix? Hey, how cool are we? 18 past 7 at 92.9. Here's a light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. There's been a bit of stacks on on Adele the last couple of days. She had to cancel her Las Vegas residency. Apparently, the show's not ready due to COVID-19 through her production team and supply chain issues. Although, good old insiders have apparently said that Adele's furious over various things, a choir singing some of her songs when it's all about her, you know what I mean? And then apparently the designer of the swimming pool that she was supposed to stand in while building out her hit, she said, looked like an old pond and refused to use it. So that's if you believe the insiders. Now, her shows are going ahead for a couple more months, which, have left the, which has left the Caesars Palace where she was performing it in a bit of a pickle because they got people that have paid $17,000. That's right, $17,000 a ticket to see Adele now out of pocket. So they've called in an old friend of theirs to perform and in a bit of a change of genre, Keith Urban will now be performing there. His date's going to be March 25, 26, 30, April 1 and 2. So he's going to step in and perform there in Las Vegas. Our very own Keith Urban, of course, got his start on Pill Street right here in Tamworth. So, very cool indeed. Keith Urban's come out and said that he hasn't owned a mobile phone since 2015. He said he got really, really overwhelmed and sad with his phone and spent 
the whole time while he had it in a really low place. So he got rid of it. Ed explained how he used to find it stressful to reply to text messages immediately and then be greeted with another response straight away. So he got rid of it. The multi-award winner said that he didn't so much cut contact with people, but he now just limits contact with people. Talking about how he stays in touch with those he wants to and needs to. He says every couple of days he'll sit down, he'll open up his laptop, he'll answer 10 emails at a time and send them off, and then he'll close his laptop and that'll be it. And then he'll go back to living life and not get overwhelmed by it. It sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds fantastic. It sounds uninterrupted. It sounds very stress-free. I like it. I might get rid of mine. Mate, no. Nah, I can't. Let's combine the two together. This is Keith Urban performing a song by the mobile phoneless Ed Sheeran. This is Parallel Line here at 92.9. And that is The Feed with JB for Breakfast. <laughs> 